Once there was a king and queen, and they had a baby girl. And in the next door kingdom, there was a king and queen, and they had a baby boy. One day the kings and queens got together and decided that when their children were old enough to marry, they would marry each other, and that is exactly what happened. So the young queen and the young king were monarchs over a huge kingdom. And there was nothing that the young king liked doing more than riding into battle with his army, defeating the neighbors, and making their kingdom even bigger. And after the campaigns, he would return victorious, bringing gold, and captives, and horses. And his wife stayed at home. And the only thing she wanted was a baby. And while the king was away, she lay on her bed. And from there she could see out through the window and watch the moon make its passage through the night sky. And she watched it swell and fade and swell and fade. And one night when the moon was at its fullest, she wished with all her heart for the thing that she wanted more than anything else in the world. And she watched the moon fade and swell again and fade once more and swell. And when the moon was full, she knew her husband returned victorious once more, and she gave him the happy news, and he said, Excellent! A little warrior! And when the time came, the baby was born. A beautiful baby boy, with ten perfect toes and ten perfect fingers, chubby little legs, fluffy hair, and a big humpety back, which no one commented on. The king came in, looked at his son, just once turned left, never to look on him again. And the queen, she contrived ways of holding him so that you wouldn't really notice the big humpety back, or so she thought. And she herself made clothes for him, so when he was well wrapped up, you couldn't see the great humpety back. But there was nothing that the child liked doing more than taking off all his clothes, and when he was able to run, he ran through the palace, yelling and screaming and laughing, everyone averting their gaze, and the queen running after him, gathering up the clothes. The king knew that the day would soon come when he would have to present his son to the nobles. And he knew that was a thing he could never do. So he called two of his huntsmen and he said, Take the child into the forest. Kill him. Bring me his heart. Do not fail me. The two hunters took the child into the forest. They walked together, they played together. 
He rode on their shoulders and tugged at their hair, and deep in the forest they played hide-and-seek, and they played hide-and-seek. And the hunters knew, with a single glance, that they could never harm this child, and as they played hide-and-seek, they both turned and ran, abandoning the child to its fate in the forest. They ran back to the palace, stopping only to kill a young pig, and take out its heart, which they presented still warm to the king. He put the heart in a box, took it to the graveyard, and buried it. His wife, beside herself with grief, could not get up from the bed. And when he returned, that's where he found her, dead, her heart broken. So the next day there was another funeral, but this time with a real body, in a real coffin, with real grief. And on the way back, the king walked along the road, and it was lined six deep with his subjects, their heads bowed, muttering prayers and commiserations for their king. And the king walked along the road, and the voices thick to the left and the right, but suddenly in amongst these voices he heard another noise. It was someone hissing at him, and he turned and he saw the bent back of an old woman disappearing into the crowd, and with his next step he stepped on something sharp that stuck itself deep into his foot. The pain was so great that he grimaced, and his subjects, thinking that they were looking on the king's grief, looked away. He limped all the way back to the palace, and once inside, he yelled for his doctors who came, and they gently and gingerly removed the royal shoe, and then the royal sock, and they stared at the foot, which seemed perfectly normal and healthy. One of the doctors, he got a magnifying glass, and he looked, and he could see the tiniest of tiny black specks, and he gave it a very gentle prod with the tip of his finger. The king yelled and screamed and pushed them away, and they said, Your Majesty, we shall come back tomorrow. The next day the doctors came, and they inspected the tiny little speck, and they saw that this time it had grown. It had tiny leaves. But although it was so delicate, the slightest touch sent the king into a screaming fit of pain, and they said, Your Majesty, we shall come back tomorrow. The following day they looked, and through the magnifying glass they could see that this plant now had branches, and along their length they could see tiny thorns. But still the king would not let them touch it, but it grew, and it grew, this thorn bush did, and it grew, and it grew until eventually it was too big for the room where he sat, so he had to sit with his foot on the windowsill, the thorn bush growing outside, and servants were stationed outside to chase the birds away, because when they nestled on the branches, it was agony for the king. <laughs>